Snake Roberts, and I can't believe a man, a giant of a man, a giant in the business of professional wrestling, a DDT on a little lady, the dirty white girl. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You gotta understand one thing. Once you step into the ring, you are fair game. The only person that's safe in that ring, and not all the time, is the referee. This says it all. This is what they respect. This is what everybody wants. This is what I have. Now, if you want to get down to brass tacks, you know, I know Tony's saying things like, I'll play your game. Tony, if it's a battle of wits, I would be fighting an unarmed man. Because let me tell you something. When it comes to turning screws on somebody or putting a finger behind somebody or putting a gun to somebody's head, that's exactly what I'll do. You see, when you're born into this life, you have a decision to make right off the bat. Do you want to walk with the man to give us the book? Or do you want to run with the devil? Now everybody says that if you follow the man with the book that you have eternal life. Right. That you have a place to go when this life is over when you're back to dirt. That may be true. But you see, when you run with the devil, it's instant gratification. Oh, gee. You get what you want when you want it. No. You get to feel good when you want to feel good. But you see, when you also choose to run with the devil, you got to be ready to take that extra step, no matter when it is or what it is. You got to stay one up on the game. So, in other words, you got to be willing to sacrifice anything just to play the game with somebody else's mind. Now, Tony, you want to play a game with me? You want to come play with the snake? Huh? You want to play with the snake? You want to know how far I'll go just to twist your mind? Let me show you something just for you. Huh? Whoa. A little different? Where's that? A little different? That just goes to show you what I'm willing to do to mess with your mind because now you got to think about something. My hair's gone. Wow. Your hair's almost gone anyway, but I will take the rest of it. And after all, I've already done your wife in. So what would I do to you? What would I do to you? Yes, I would be the first in line to spit on your grave, except I don't like long lines. That's what I'll do. You want to play a game? Come play with the snake. But be careful, because you will get bit. All right, fans, he's talking straight to the dirty white boy, and that's the message from Jake the Snake. And we're going to watch him in action. So let's go to the ring.
Let me take a sip of water. Mmm. A big proponent for cold water. Said this before. Love cold water. Absolutely love it. My goodness. Oh man. My oh my! My goodness! And you know when that song ends, that only means one thing, right? That means we're live. Tuesday night, December 21st, 2021, episode 700 and something of the rant officially live across the airways or entertainment media radium radio.com 716 i believe is the number uh let's see here i'll tell you i'll tell you damn it uh 716 yes so yes it's another tuesday night final show of 2021 So, we're glad that you're here joining us tonight. Closing out the new year. Or, (laughs) what new year? Closing out the old year. I'm a little all over the place today, my goodness. Um, But yeah, welcome, welcome. If you're listening to us, join us in the chat room, randiumradio.com. Of course, you can also... Uh, follow us on Discord, right? EM Radio, hashtag 9233. You can uh, also find our Discord server by searching for Rant Entertainment Media. And so on and so on and so on. So welcome, welcome, welcome once again. Um, Where do we start? Double A, as always, being joined by Tony C. Hey, yo. And uh, not here tonight is the silver one. Okay, now, I don't know if he's listening or not, but if he is, surfer, we wish you a speedy recovery, um, so, I mean, he didn't say we can't share this, but I figure we can, um, surfer is currently convalescing, and, uh, he is, uh, currently... Uh, you know, on the sidelines with uh, with uh, the coronavirus. Now, Surfer mm-hmm. Surfer's vaccinated and he has a booster, so he says he feels fine. He says that uh, that he doesn't have any issues breathing or anything. It sounds like he's asymptomatic. Now, we don't know how, what prompted him to get tested or what caused him to, you know, but, uh, to, to get tested. Right. But, <clears throat> uh, but Surfer is on the mend. So, uh, you know, it sucks. He's going to be quarantined all throughout the, the holidays. You better get very friendly with your Uber Eats drivers, uh, Surfer. That's, that's a fact. That's all I can tell you. Okay. But uh, but yes. Uh, so we we do wish Surfer a 
speedy recovery. Um, but Tony C. and me are here, as always, at our usual stop, usual post, and we're going to close out 2021, hopefully, in high fashion. And uh, we hope everybody's doing well. So let's get started by going around the room and see what's going on in everybody's personal lives. Tony C., have you been uh, staying put? Uh, yeah, yeah, just staying out the way. Wasn't able to go see the Spider-Man movie, so, uh, Not a thing. Uh, that's where Surfer got it. Yeah, he, that's probably where he got it from. Well, now, will he admit that? That's my next question. That's the question, right. Will he admit that, uh, that one of his beloved movies put him down for the count? Which is probably hell no. He ain't doing that, and then he is not doing that. But yeah, so we'll uh, we hope that uh, I mean I uh, Surfer could very easily take part in this show, but uh, you know I guess circumstances are. And you want to chime in from the hospital bed, huh? I guess not. <laughs> now I want to talk about this Grayson Waller real quick because um, I don't even know who this guy is, but apparently he's a big deal in NXT over the over the new NXT. And I don't know how all of a sudden now he's in in a feud with AJ Styles. So AJ Styles is about to make his, I believe, his first appearance on NXT. Ever. Ever. Hey. Uh, you know? Well. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's got to no. go to the... Go to the C show once in a while. C show, god damn. Um, yeah. Up there he is. Um, it's a little weird to see a, a main roster guy up there on uh, on NXT. How soon before Brock get called in NXT? I don't know. It could happen sooner Not than later. <laughs> but the way things are going, you know. If he loses this title match at uh, day one, he needs to be on NXT. He never he never wrestled on any of the C sh- on B or C shows. So, so yeah. So he's he's coming down because what this guy called him out or something. I guess called him out on on social media. So that's why Omos and him split up so he can come to NXT. No, I think this is just a one off. Okay, so this is a day one. This is gonna they're gonna. I don't know if Grayson Waller is uh, is gonna, gonna wrestle a day one. I mean, it would be kind of weird, but. Um, oh, they have their and, own pay-per-views. Never mind. Yeah, but still, you never know. They could end up on a mainstream pay-per-view. I guess. I, I mean, mean it, 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 the whole situation is is weird. You know. Um, let me see. Can we pipe some audio in for the uh, for those that are listening on the road? Let me see here. Uh, of course, the feed is not uh, loading. 
come on, goddammit. Everything else has been working this week except for this. Um, I'm, I'm, I am curious to see what uh, what the phenomenal one has to say about this. Uh, let's see here. Work, work. Yes, channel fourteen oh three. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, it's loading. But anyways, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Oh, and it's a guy with an accent on top of that. A foreigner, as we like to call them. A Brit. Sounds like a Brit. Oh, well. I don't think this is working. Oh, well, that's... Uh, I don't know. But anyways, so... Uh, so yeah, I'm interested to see where this uh, is headed. So you've been staying out of the ways, Tony. Yeah, I had to finish up a little, you know, Christmas shopping or whatever. Uh, don't what don't you, get me started. Don't get me part. started. Oh, you haven't done anything just yet? Oh, I've done plenty. Just don't get me started. Hey, I know you've been outside. I'm pretty sure you've had your... Had your mask on in certain places, right? Of course. Okay. That's I've, uh, let's start with, uh, well, no, finish. So you did your Christmas shopping. I mean, I ain't really have to get the wife. I got a little something. Hell, we bought a house. I bought a house. <laughs> well, ain't no we. I bought it. So, so that's you your gift. Here's your Christmas gift and your next your next three birthdays. Merry, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy New Year. And it's not only double H C and see here's the thing. It is different when the house is being built from the ground up. Of course it you know does. What I'm Absolutely. So it's like it's one thing to go out and get yourself a crib or whatever. Which, you know, is a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody who do it, you know, did it that way. But she was getting frustrated by being outbid or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So That makes sense. It's understandable. I, yeah. I ain't really, you know, I was like, whatever, whatever. Woo-woo-woo-woo. <laughs> but okay. uh, I guess this was, she's... This was the way to circumvent that process. Get it? Yeah, you buy you know it when there. Saying? You buy it when there's nothing there. Right, and that's what happens. All it takes is a deposit, usually. Yup. So. Um, and um, so, it's supposed to be ready at the latest. They say in March, but I ain't. Ru- you know, we're not rushing or whatever. I mean, do we have? Okay. Do we have walls up at least? Like, like there's. Oh yeah, the uh, shell is up. Oh, the, the shell, shell is up. up. Yeah. Okay, we're not looking it's at. Just, uh, we're not looking at a bunch of uh, stilts right now. Oh no no no! The concrete shell is up. Just was an issue with the uh, windows and um, cabinet. She wanted a certain style of cabinet. Okay. So, uh, but my whole thing is. It don't matter to me because I want it to be done right. You know what I'm saying? Right. At this point, so. But I said all that to say 
that is the now next year I gotta you know go back to the traditional you know Christmas gift or something but this year hey man because you you know you've been through the whole home buyer uh, thing where they're watching purchases and all that of course you know? so we just you know decide we're gonna take it easy this year on that for everybody and stuff you know but it is an ultimate uh, Christmas gift. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, that's good. So, do, do we have uh, Do we have anything done in the house though besides the shell? Like, do we have a floor down? Uh, we, you know what? I haven't, or oh, we haven't been out there to check on it per se. Because uh, once again, I ain't really, you know, I ain't. She'll go out there and check on it before I would. Man. I just want them to take the time to do it right. That's how I'm looking right, at it. Right, right. See, if it were me, you know if it were me, and this is, this is, there's no right or wrong way about this, by the way. Absolutely. But if it were me, I would, um, I would be interested out there. I would be out there at least, assuming that it's, you know, within a reasonable driving distance, I would be out there at least once a week, just so I could go and see what I see and and see if I see anything new and and, and things like that. And and if but not, see, it's or, a new development I, too. So so let me let me oh. ask you this: It's a new development, and I know you bought pre-construction. Right, right. But are you working with the with? Are you? Is there a set of people solely building your house, or is it? A construction company building the development. Building all the right. So the, all right. the houses are getting built together. Ah, right. Okay. So it's not like you're going to get your house March and then the rest of the houses are going to come later on. Right. Okay. Exactly. Ah, well, then that's a different situation. Oh. I, I guess. Right. I guess I would go probably go like once every two weeks. Maybe not even that yep. much. Because you had a mer- you're at the mercy of you uh, know the construction construction people, and you know they. They try to drag it out to get as much, you know. Their workers are going to get as much time, you know. They they probably get paid by the hour, mm. you know. Right. Type situation. Well, so some some of them like, quite handsomely though. Oh yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. You are you are totally right on that. Because yeah, there's money getting paid handsome. There is money in construction, oh, right, Matt? If you're listening. <laughs> Oh yeah, man knows about that. How Some long does squires, how long know? how long does it take to build a house, Matt? He'll he'll and respond to that. It's not a two story. It, it, it's it's a one story, three two. Yeah. Um, you know, nice good garage, nice size garage on it. Matt, you know what I'm saying? Matt seems like the type that he would get the job done quick and spend more time finding the right screws to use. You know. And, and the great thing about it, they're giving us a 10-year uh, warranty on everything. So. Oh, on everything. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Because it's a quote-unquote smart house, so I guess a lot of it is oh, going to okay. be tied up in uh, technology. Mm. Yeah, the wife, we have to go to a class, two-hour <laughs> class on how to use all that crap, man. Oh, my God. Yep. So once it's built <laughs> to a certain point, I you got to do a walkthrough and then... I can see your housewarming party now. 
you're walking through, you're showing your family, and this right here is our console where we control a lot of things. I don't know what the hell <laughs> half the things do. Right. I just know this button turns on the lights, this one turns on this, this one turns on that, and the rest of the control. I think the house turns into a, some sort of transformer, but I don't know what number I have to push yeah. for that to happen. There's an episode of the Proud family where uh, Oscar Proud brothers had a car that turned into a mailbox. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We hit a button. So I hope it will be something like that. When you got it, everything's controlled. You can control stuff from the app. You know what I'm saying? Right. When it comes to like the garage door opener and thermostat and all that, man. So, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you got a smart house, there's, there's two key things that I'm curious about. Number one, you're in, we're in Florida. Okay. Impact windows. I believe, yeah, I believe. They're going to be something like that with the impact windows. So you don't have to worry about shutters or anything. Right. Okay. Because by law, new, either way, you would have gotten shutters. Because by law, all new houses come with either impact windows or shutters. That's that's the law in right. the state of Florida. That was after Hurricane Andrew, I think. And all, by the way, for those of you that are that are wondering, okay, that are wondering, in the state of Florida, okay, by law, all new constructions, the first floor cannot be wood, has to be cement. Yep. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, houses, older houses down here that the first floor or if it's even a, just a one story house, the exterior is wood and stucco. Now. New houses, cement block with the rebar and everything. Um, okay, so impact windows. Okay, what about solar panels? Uh, if if we do that, I'm thinking this is just me guessing. I'm gonna have we're gonna have to do that in the future. Well, that's what I would, I, but I would think like a like a like a smart house would already come and, 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 and don't quote me on that I'm, 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 I'll probably be able to tell you for sure next time we you know what I'm saying we go live um, we're on air but I'm going to just say I don't know I'm going to say I don't know because yeah, I mean uh, that, that is something to be uh, thought about and considered absolutely yeah. Now I I'm we're I'm actually uh thinking switch into that. No, 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 I'm considering it because uh you know, FPL sends us a lot of propaganda and things like that to switch over know, to put some solar panels up and and here the electricity in this house, you know, especially during the summertime can get a little pricey. And right, there right. there is I believe the fine uh the fine folks over at Flunt, Florida Plunder and Loot, uh, they're offering free solar. They are uh, offering uh, free solar panels. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm considering it. I'm considering it, but uh, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. So look at that. So that's the ultimate Christmas present, Christmas birthday, and everything 
in between. This year, yeah. Somebody said that uh, this Von Wagner, if you're watching NXT right now, is uh, the love child of Edge and the great Kali. God damn. I didn't hurt at all. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's see. My weekend. Edris Anofe. Okay. WWE is running. Is, is I don't know. They do they have a full time name creator? I mean, where the hell are they getting these names from? Because I doubt that this is that guy's real name. Um, so my weekend, so I did do some Christmas shopping this past weekend, unsuccessfully, by the way, unsuccessfully, yes, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you what, how you can be unsuccessful in Christmas shopping, Okay. The only real gift that I needed to buy physically, in person, was for my uh, my five-year-old nephew. Everything else was either Amazon, gift cards, uh, money, or, you know, whatever. You gotta get Jake something, don't you? Of course, but that's, that's simple. All it takes is a little bit of green, or plastic. That's oh, simple. yeah? Done and done. So, I go for my nephew, Lucas, and, uh, you know, he's five. It's hard to figure out what, you know, what to get a five-year-old, especially when they have everything. So, I had just decided, let's just keep it simple. Get some Legos. We saw him running around with a box of Legos at his birthday. He said, ah, we'll just get him Legos. Probably since Thanksgiving, I've been perusing Walmart and Target in the Lego section and seeing what's there. And I'm thinking, boy, I mean, the selection here is bleak. I know there's a there's a delay, a delay in the supply chain, but this is embarrassing. And uh, so I told I told the uh, I told the missus, I said, listen, she goes, we have to decide what are we going to do about Lucas? And I go, I got an idea. I said, let's go to Sawgrass. Sawgrass being a huge mall down here because they have a Lego store. And I said, maybe we'll be able to find something that we like at the Lego store. Okay, fine. So on Saturday, we go to Sawgrass. We took our moms. So... We go in to the mall, and we go in through the TJ Maxx entrance. This mall is massive, Tony C., and the thing is, this mall is one of those malls that um, is like a spider. It's not a straight line. It's not a circle. It's got a lot of legs. It's got got a a lot lot of legs, exactly. So, we go to the TJ Maxx, right? And, of course, the girls have to look at everything in TJ Maxx, which is fine. They look at some stuff in TJ Maxx, and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and finally, you know, we cleared the TJ Maxx after like an hour. 
I go out of the TJ Maxx into the mall section and I go, oh, there's a map. Let me see where this Lego store is. I'm looking at this map of this massive mall for like five minutes and I can't find the Lego store until I and then I look at the dirt and I look a little bit closer and I see there it is Lego store, you know, in section yellow number, blah, 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 or whatever. I don't think it had a number. And so I'm looking at the section where it's supposed to be, and it's in the TJ Maxx section. I'm thinking, okay, good, it's got to be close to here. So we get out of the TJ Maxx and hang a right. Start walking and walking and walking, and we're out of the yellow section and there's no Lego store. I go up to, the, to another map. I'm like, where the hell is the Lego store? I said it was over here somewhere. So we turn around. But we, I guess we turn into another leg, as you put it. Walking. 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 Nothing. It's okay, fine. By this point, we've already traversed in a couple of other stores. I'm starting to get a little aggravated here. And I asked somebody, I said, where's the Lego store? Okay, go this way and make a right. And it's at the end. Okay. We go that way, make the right, and go to the end. No Lego store. <sighs> like, where the hell is this store? I'm walking around and walking around in this area. It's like a cul-de-sac now. Nothing. Go to the next person. Where's the Lego store? Oh, it's over by the Bed Bath & Beyond on the left. Okay. I try to find where the Bed Bath & Beyond is. Go to the Bed Bath & Beyond, which is another schlep. Another ten minutes of walking. Down another section. Get to Bed Bath & Beyond. No Lego store. Now I'm like, <sighs> we stop, we got a bite to eat. The ladies went into Bed Bath & Beyond. The missus went into the Disney store. And I said, okay. I asked the girls at the Disney store, hey, where's the Lego store? And like, it's over here. And they pull out a paper map, which they gave me. And they said, Okay, here's the TJ Maxx and the Lego store is right here. And they circle right here for me. I'm like, I was right there. I didn't see no Lego store. But okay, whatever. So I started heading back. And I headed back. I headed back. Nothing. I don't see the Lego store. I get to the TJ Maxx. And I'm looking around. There's no Lego store. So I go down another leg of the mall. This is like the fourth leg Nothing. Nothing. I get to the end. One more time. Where's the Lego store? Go this way. And it's on the right. Okay. <sighs> I walk. And I walk. And I walk. And I walk. And I walk. Until I start seeing the yellow. The yellow wall. Of the facade. There it is, the Lego store. Finally, I find it. 
at this point, my feet are dead tired because I've been walking for four hours in this mall. Crowded mall, mind you. And I get to the Lego store, and I'm looking and looking, and the Lego store is 90% things for 18-plus-year-olds to build. Planes, Ferraris. 18-plus. 18-plus. Castles. Things that are like essentially like a complicated puzzle for adults to Man. build. Because apparently there's a huge adult market in the Lego business. I spend like 20 minutes in the store and I don't find anything. I'm like, shit. I said, fine. I, at that point I said, I give up. We'll go to Target or, or Walmart tomorrow and just pick up whatever and get it. Okay. So we get out. I came in from the left. So I turn left and start headed back to where I originally came from. So I start heading back, going back. And taking this long walk back to TJ Maxx. It was another 10, 15 minute walk to get back to the TJ Maxx. I get to the TJ Maxx. Frustrated, defeated. And I'm about to walk into the TJ Maxx and I hear my wife calling my name. Because she's walking behind me with our moms. I turn around and said, What? She says, Look. And I turn to my right. Now I'm walking into the TJ Maxx. So my right was my original left. I turned to my right, and two doors down was the Lego store. (sighs) I walked four and a half hours for something that was next door to the TJ Maxx in the first place. I just God made damn. I just made the wrong turn when I left TJ Maxx. And yeah, why they hard work. Yeah, I was I was a bit miffed. Right up under your nose. I was a bit miffed after this. And I need to know something. Why the hell was Terry Taylor in that video package? <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, it was, um... Yeah. Like I said, I was miffed. Then I went to Target, and I went to I went to a couple of places on Sunday. Finally got what I was going to get for him, but, uh, yeah... This is why I don't go shopping in the malls that often, folks. Because, you know, I'm scarred from retail. It was 20 years ago today that they took four grand in cash right out from under my nose. So I'm a little scarred from the retail industry. And, uh, yeah, four hours in a packed mall on a Saturday. 
Saturday before Christmas, mind you. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a good idea. Oops, sorry. I like this. Uh, I like the look of this Electra Lopez. Oh, she just uh, and she and she fills out uh, okay. Yeah, you got to look up to see what her background is. All right. Well, anyways, so that was my weekend. I lost a whole day at a mall looking for a goddamn Lego store. Looking for the Legos, though. Oh, my God. I was so upset. I really was. I was livid, but whatever. Does Mandy Rose still have dark hair? I ain't yeah, seen she does. Yet. She does. Yeah, she's still looking good. Nothing wrong with that. Um, change that gimmick. I don't... Yeah, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Uh, I'm trying to look for something here. Uh, let's see here. Next Monday is the uh, go home show for, uh, for day one. Day one, right? Yes. <laughs> And I'm not sure. I don't believe SmackDown is live. Uh, I know it's not live this Friday, but I don't know if it's live next Friday. Friday before New Year. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah, I don't think it's live. They probably will tape it uh, either after Raw or... uh, Which, that'll be a lot to tape, but whatever. I mean, I know they tape SmackDown after SmackDown on Friday. So, um, <clears throat> so, yeah. um, so when we come back, when we, we'll be on the road to the Royal Rumble. Huh? Yep, we'll be uh, we'll be uh, when we come back, we'll be one week removed from uh, from day one. Uh, the fallout from um, hopefully twenty twenty two will have started fairly decent. Uh, so let's let's talk about twenty twenty two. Uh, we'll be off for the next two weeks. We're going to be off the 28th and we're going to be off on January 4th. Uh, we will be back on the air Tuesday, January 11th, 2022 at 9 PM. The shining wizards will be on the air. I believe they will be the only show that'll be broadcasting live these next two weeks. Uh, they will be live next Monday and the following Monday. Uh, I'm not sure about the Mark Order podcast. Turnbuckle Throwbacks, I believe, also. Uh, they might have some shows in the can. I don't know if Phil will actually be live um, this coming week. Phil, if you're listening, uh, you tell me what your plans are. Uh, Phil actually was live or did live to tape on Friday, and uh, the audio didn't, didn't come out too nice. So that show got, uh, I guess... Lost, not lost, but unusable. Couldn't be aired. Mm. Um, yeah, she is, she's all right. Uh, yeah. yeah, she ain't half bad. Who the hell is this dude, though, with the mistletoe? Uh, yeah. 
Anyways, so we're going to be back Tuesday, January 11th. We're going to, we have a lot to talk about. We'll talk about the fallout from the pay-per-view um, and things like that. We'll also be recapping Season 4 of Cobra Kai. So, uh, so you'll definitely want to hear our thoughts on that. Um, I'll be watching it on the 31st. That's my New Year's uh, Eve. And I'm sure I'm going to squeeze it in one more time before we come back on the air. So I catch all the little nuances and everything. Um, hopefully, by then, we'll be rejoined by Surfer. Because... Um, yeah. He'll be, well, he'll be in quarantine, maybe, but he'll be in quarantine at home. So he'll have nothing to do but, uh, but, um, but be on the air and talk. So, so right. yeah, so that's it. That's, that's pretty much, that's going to sum it up, uh, on the network, uh, for the remainder of the year. It has been an interesting 2021 it has been an interesting couple of years because I got to tell you, we started we started the pandemic. I mean, show-wise, this show was not affected by the pandemic. You know, we do the show from our houses and things like that. So the show technically, you know, really was not affected pandemic-wise. Some of the other shows on the network were affected. The Shining Wizards were affected because they were doing their shows um, all together in studio and the same with Turnbuckle Throwbacks. I believe the Shining Wizards have only been able to do an in-studio show three or four times in the last two years. Phil and Jay have been able to be in studio... Uh, I want to say probably about the last six months. But before that, they were doing um, everything remote, everything through Zoom. So, so yeah, they, their shows were affected. Our show was not, but um, still, you know, it was. It, I would, we were affected a different way because, you know, I came down with with. Uh, the, the coronavirus last December. I came down with it on December 9th and I took a week off because it was advised to me that probably it would be best that I not do the show. Even though that the show really doesn't take any effort, it was the talking, it was the, uh, you know, the, the yelling and screaming that I sometimes do probably was not best because it would just not only exacerbate the, the virus, but it would also spread the virus further throughout the house at the time. So I took a week right. off when um, until I became um, non-contagious. And then I came back and we finished out the year, I believe, after that. But now Surfer has it. I mean, everybody here, at least on this show, with the exception of Tony C, knock on wood, thank God, um, has contracted this this year. Lee had stay it. Stay away from everybody. Yeah, man. Tony C. <laughs> Tony C. stays away from everybody, and he likes staying away from everybody in general. 
So, you know, <laughs> so for him, yeah, so for him, the pandemic, yeah, for him, the pandemic was oh, this is everyday life for me. Staying out of the way, man. So he was fortunate enough that he hasn't. Uh, he's he's been he's been safe, and uh, you're vaccinated though, right? Yeah, you're vaccinated. Yeah, but you haven't had your booster. No, I haven't had the booster. Got around to the booster this year. So, but Lee got it. I got it. I was the first one to get it, but I got it. Lee got it. Um, Surfer got it, but of course. Surfer also had somebody in his family catch it. Um, Phil, Choppy, and Jay, I don't believe at any point have caught, have gotten it. Thank God. Um, but of course, they live in a, uh, they live in a part of the country that was essentially shut down. Yeah. Completely, yeah, yeah, ravaged by it right now. Yeah, yeah so uh, so hopefully they'll stay clear uh, and and stay safe. Um, but yeah, this is it's just been ridiculous. And then we went through the through the rest of twenty twenty. Of course, a lot of that was surrounding the election and things like that. But we got into twenty twenty one. We came back on the air, and what were we talking about right out the gate? Insurrection. I'm not talking about the pay-per-view. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's it's been. I knew it, I was that day. Everybody gonna remember what it was that that day. I don't. I was working, but that's all right, I remember. You know that's all I remember, though. I think people are gonna end up going to prison behind that. But I mean, go ahead. That situation I think is more of an inside job than what's to be laid on. And when I say inside job people let people know what you know what I'm saying, the stalk points and you know what I'm saying. Don't be surprised, that's all I'm saying. Somebody had to leave somebody had to leave the door open. And it's like what uh, George Conway said last night. He was on, um, I think he was on the Anderson Cooper show. Old boy, 40, uh, what is it, 46 or whatever. He was the security guard that seen everything, that saw the people coming to rob the jewelry store and said, I'm finna go on break. It took a two-hour break instead of trying to stop them. If that makes sense. <laughs> and it makes perfect sense if you think about what he did. You know, if you look at it in that way. A lot of people don't want to. I mean, the dude gave out great example. He gave out, like, if, uh, he was like, if somebody come and rob the jewelry store and you bust the window open for them and then you walk away, you still liable. Of course. I mean, you ate it in a bed. You're aided in a bed. Absolutely. Right. But if you see some people about to come and rob the jewelry store and you just walk away, 
and but you don't call nine one one, you're not aiding and abetting. You just hell, you just didn't call nine one one. Exactly. But the best one was he said, if you're the security guard and you see some bitch coming to rob the place, <laughs> you say, "I hope we're going lunch break, man." <laughs> And <laughs> you sit there, sit on your ass for two hours. And that's basically what happened. So, I mean, if can't nobody understand that analogy right there, then you don't want to understand it. Exactly. I hadn't even thought about it like that until I heard him say it. And when I heard it, heard him say it, describe the situation, I was like, damn, that pretty much damn sure what happened. So... <laughs> I say all that to say, man, I mean, 2021 has been crazy. And um, I hope 2022 is, I don't, I don't know how we can get this thing. We're going to have to live with COVID. For a while. Like we live with the flu and, you know. I don't know, TB. man, because, because um, this is worse than, than those things. We get the flu now, and it's, ah, shit, we're stuck at home for a week, I stay in bed, miss work, and this and that. You get the virus, and it's like, what's the best way to put it? It's debilitating. It is. Your, you your have, life, if you don't have the your shot. life stops. With the flu... You don't, your life doesn't stop, you know, necessarily. Because let's say you're alone and you come down with the flu. I mean, now in 2021, it's a little bit different. You, you can't just be walking around with the flu. But let's say you get the flu, and this is 1999. Right, sorry, 2019. And you are, you walk into the supermarket with the flu because you need to do groceries or you need to buy this or you need to buy that. People really don't look at you. They might go, oh my God, he's just don't get close to him because it looks like he's, he's, he's got a bad cold type situation. I can tell you from firsthand experience, okay, that at the start of the pandemic, I had a horrible, horrible bout of allergies. And I would go to the supermarket, Costco or whatever, to get my provisions for the week. And I would cough or sneeze due to the allergies. And this is me taking allergy pills. And people would look at me like if I was a murderer. So I know what it is to be like like a social outcast. And then when you get when you actually contract the virus like I did, your life stops for two weeks because you cannot leave your house. So let me ask you this, Double How do we... It's going to come a day that what happens? We just... Well... Like, how do we get to be around a lot of a, a lot of people in the setting and not worry about contracting this thing 
Does that make sense? It makes sense, but... Here's the thing, and, and of course, you we didn't know, we don't know how things were going to progress and how bad things were going to get. But it seems that we were shut down as a country. Way too early. Probably we should have shut down as a country later on. When things were really rocking and rolling, so to speak. Because when you shut things down, when things are bad, you have a better chance of controlling it then. But when you have a sparseness, it's going to sound weird. When you have a sparseness, you don't know what you're dealing with. You don't know who's out there, what's this, what's... Like, okay, we were shut down in... Not everywhere in Florida was shut down. Okay? But in Dade and Broward County, we were shut down completely. We had curfews and everything. You go, though, to Missoula, Montana, and it was business as usual. I think there should be uniform, um, there should be a uniform shutdown across the country. I know that's going to be a little an unpopular thing, but there should be a shutdown, and I firmly believe that we got to somehow make people follow the rules. <clears throat> Not the I, listen. The mask thing is an issue. I get it, but I think if we keep everybody indoors for a couple of weeks. We probably could, could get control of this thing. Because the problem is, is that everybody is so antsy and doesn't want to be sequestered in their homes that they don't... The minute that they get a little bit of freedom, they have to go and party it up. Look, the minute the, 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 the things were lifted, there were lines to get into the beaches. There were lines to get into the malls. There were lines to go to Disney. There were lines to do this. There were lines to do that. I mean, I'm sorry, what's the rush to go to the mall? What's the rush to go to the... Last time I checked, the beach wasn't going anywhere. You know, it's stuff like that. Um, now with the vaccines and everything, I don't I don't know about making the, the vaccines mandate, uh, make it mandatory, but... I think I think we need to speed up our you know, development of a stronger vaccine that is going to eradicate the virus, hopefully, or at least curb it to the point to that we can... put it on the level of the flu. Put it on the level of the flu. Or, close, or, or, or closer or, to or, that level. Or lesser, because what we need to do is we need to, con- we need to control the infection rate, infectious rate, because as long as there's a steady infectious rate moving, if you've got the same amount of people getting sick, and I'm not, and we're talking about, yeah, okay, 200,000 people die from the flu every year. Okay, but that's, we don't know the circumstances behind that. 
we know what's going on with the with the coronavirus though we know that it's a deadly virus we know that it could kill anybody and everybody at a moment's notice you don't have to have an underlying health condition to be sick we know that if even if you're vaccinated you can get uh catch it again there's a lot of things that we know already that we didn't know 18 months ago but we know those things now and i think if uh if we can control what i was saying about the infectious rate we need to bring that rate down as low as possible because look if you've got on average in miami-dade county i'm going to use miami-dade as an example if the number of new cases every day is 2,000 and that number doesn't move that means there are 2,000 people getting sick every day there are 2,000 ways that this virus can spread and there are 2,000 ways that the virus could also potentially mutate that's why you've got the original virus you've got the you know the the, the, the Delta one and now the Omicron virus um or Omicron, or however they want to pronounce it, but what's what's the next variant, and where is that one going to come from? Or is the United States going to make their own variant? Is somebody from Canada going to get us sick? You know, it's like, what is next? I, we need to slow the infectious rate down, get less people contracting the virus. Of course, the only way to do that is through vaccines. And also, if you don't want to vaccinate, well, we're going to have to go into shutdown mode. And everybody's going to have to quarantine for two weeks. And we're going to all have to pretend that we all got sick. It's as simple as that. Somebody needs to step in and force people to make the situation better, whether they like it or not. You don't want to get vaccinated. Biden comes out tomorrow. Yeah, we if we don't get the vaccination numbers up, the we're gonna have to shut everything down, and we're gonna force you to stay home until the numbers come down. That's the only way to do it. And I think I think in most cases, in most cases. We've perfected the working at home uh, thing now. I've been working at home since March 17th of 2020. Okay. I have been home for April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. That's 9 plus 12. I have been home for 21 months. And when you go back to the office, it's going to feel foreign for a minute. For a long minute. Uh, Yeah, a good minute, right. You know, especially considering that most of the people that I work with are new hires that have been hired during the pandemic. Right. So I don't know these people's daily habits. I don't know, you know how they are in person and how they react and behave and this I only know the people that I worked with before the pandemic you know and I'm one of those people that I want to I'm, I'm at a point I want to go back to the office 
I, I miss, I do miss the interaction. I miss the joking around, the camaraderie. I miss those things. I, and I, I'm, believe me, I'm extremely comfortable working at home. There are things I'm going to miss when I go back to work and I go back to the office. I'm going to miss have I'm going to miss having to be able to work in my pajamas. I'm going to miss having the home court advantage when I need to go to the bathroom. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's comfortability. The, I think that's the most important one, I think, uh, the home court advantage. Um, I think I'm going to miss the luxury of taking care of things at home while on the clock that I could do that don't interfere with my work. For example, I can wash clothes. I can start cooking dinner. Things like that that I could do that maybe will take two or three minutes to get started. And that's two or three minutes in my day that I don't have to worry about that I'll have free to do whatever I want. Um, it's those little things. I won't be home to, uh, you know, I work with the TV on. And I change the channels all day long. I watch movies. You know, I binge watch Saved by the Bell or Cobra Kai. Or I can watch all three Godfathers in an eight-hour stretch. I can watch, uh, I don't know, watch Rock. I watch all five Rockies, I don't know how many times during the pandemic. You know, it's, it's stuff like that that I'm going to miss. But I do miss being with the people. Now, I don't don't want to be around 5,000 people. I'm not going to go jumping for joy to go run out and go sit in an 80,000-seat stadium to watch a a football game. I'm not going to do that. But I do do miss certain aspects. I think, look, look at the way things have changed. And I don't know if you've noticed this. I don't know how many dinners you've had out, you know, in the last two years, Tony C., but... I've had a couple of meals inside the restaurant in the last couple of years. Not too many, but a couple. Mainly have been for special occasions, birthday, anniversary. Um, I think we've we've eaten out maybe once or twice additionally from that. And most of the time we've ordered just takeout. But you order takeout or you order from or you sit at a sit down restaurant. And I'm going to use a place that we like to go to called uh, Chewy's. It's a Mexican restaurant. Their menu, since the pandemic, has shrunk by about 50%. A lot of the restaurants, whether they're chain or not, have smaller menus now. Now, small menus in a restaurant is, a, is actually a good thing. Because you can, con- you have better quality control. The food is better. The, the the cooks in the kitchen don't have to worry about learning five million you know dishes and things like that. But when you go to a restaurant and you've gone for years, and let's say there's a certain dish that you love and enjoy, and then you start going to this restaurant during the pandemic, and that dish isn't there, and the reason why it's not there. Is because the pandemic is going on. Because we just need to make things easier on our our staff. 
I want those things back. I, I want like the little things back. Even in fast food places. The menus are getting smaller, which is good. But sometimes they take things away that are like, well, shit, I like that. They took it away because they don't have enough staff to support having this menu on in case somebody wants it. Um, I find it ridiculous that, you know, you go to a drive-thru, you have to wait 10, 15, 20 minutes simply because there's not enough staff. I understand waiting in the line at that amount of time if there's a line. Um, having to do uh, things by um, by appointments. And, and, and by appointments, I mean, let's say, let's say you got to go to, I'm using this as an example. I don't know if this is the case, but let's say you got to go to the dentist. Of course, you're going to have an appointment to go to the dentist. But you have to check in. Now, the way things are, you check in. Some places make you wait in the car until it's time to come inside. And you're waiting in the car. And maybe 15, 20 minutes pass. And you still haven't gotten inside. And you're just waiting in the car. And then you finally get out of the car. And then you got to wait additionally inside. I mean, it's just a big pain in the ass. The whole thing about vaccinated versus not vaccinated, mask versus no mask. If, if, if we could just do it all together, forget about the vaccine. If we could all just do the mask thing together, there's going to come a point that we all won't have to wear a mask. I hate wearing a mask. I, I, I detest it. There's nobody here. I would love to know somebody that likes to wear a mask. Believe me, Tony, I, I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it, but when I got my round of my first vaccines, I walked around a little bit without a mask on for a short period of time when I could. I took advantage of it. Did I do it 24-7? No. Did I know what stores I could do it in? Yes. Like I wasn't going into Walmart without a mask. But if I was in Dillard's, the store that is usually empty, I could walk around Dillard's without a mask on. Safely. And it's stuff like that. I've, I've I've picked and choose my battles. And um, and I don't want to do that either. I don't want to be picking and choosing when or when I can't wear a mask. You know, I'm one of those people that I could, in theory, not wear a mask 24/7. Wherever I go, I don't. I am not obligated to wear a mask. And I have everything working in my favor to not get sick again. I've already had the virus. I had the antibody treatment. I've had both vaccines and the booster. But, because there's people out there 
They don't give a damn about everybody else. Because they don't want to get vaccinated. They don't want to do their part. I, the one that did my part, you know, I did not go and intentionally get sick. I got sick. It it just happened. But, and I'm sure Surfer was not walking around Philadelphia looking to catch, you know, COVID. They'll pull you down your mask in the supermarket for a breather. We told them not to do that. Anyways, so... I just think if everybody would just, just you know, we've already suffered enough. We've suffered enough. 20 months is a long ass time let me let me put let me put it let me tell you some of the things that have happened personally that have happened to me since the pandemic started and i'm not talking about extreme personal stuff i'm talking about things that have disrupted my life okay when i got married okay i got married in january of 2019 so i'm coming up on my third anniversary now but when I got married, in order to get our tickets for our honeymoon, my wife obviously had to use her driver's license. I had to use mine. Well, those things were bought in advance prior to getting married. My wife, We got married on January 5th. My wife's birthday is on January 4th. In 2019... It just ha- it just happened to be the year that my wife had to renew her driver's license. So, my wife had to renew her driver's license with her maiden name. Okay? Why? Because we had already bought our airline tickets for our honeymoon. Okay. Fine. We'll deal with the name change later. She renews her driver's license. We get married and whatever. Fast forward to October, and we're like, okay, well, we can't do it now because now we're going to go to Hawaii, and you need your driver's license, okay? Went to Hawaii, came back, and now we're like, okay, we're home, Thanksgiving rolled around, I switched jobs, started working at this other place. And we're like, okay, in 2020, what we're going to do is we're going to start the process of officially changing your name. 2020 rolls around, and here comes March. Everything shuts down. Here we're thinking it's going to be two, three weeks. Do you know, Tony C., that it is December 21st, 2021, and that we still, even though, the, you know, it's not like we're running out to do this now, but do you know that we cannot change, have my wife's uh, maiden name uh, do the process to have her name changed? Because those offices that you have to do that process in are still closed to the public? What's your um? You talking about the uh, yeah, start, DMV? You know, you gotta start with your social security. 
the Social Security. Gotta, uh, gotta start there, and then you can go to the DMV and get your license changed. So and, you gotta get a whole another Social Security card. No, they just changed the name. Just changed the oh. name. But you can't do it if you can't go to the office. And see, that's the thing, man. And the offices, like the offices like are operating, but they're not operating to the public. And see, that's 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 the issue, man. And look, and that's a gonna, that's a minor close, thing. That is a minor thing we're talking about that we want to do in our personal life that now we can't do. And we we were here talking just in the last couple of weeks. Oh, I want to get we want to get a passport because maybe we want to go. You know, travel out of, the out of the country. Well, okay, fine. We can get a passport. But guess what? If we get a passport now, it's going to have her maiden name. And our passport is good for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So we wouldn't be able to do anything then regarding her name change for about 10 years. We're not going to do that. The issue is, double A. It's one thing to close the offices down. All right, understandable. But you have to have everything streamlined to where you can do that and still get the business handled. There's, you, but you there, that's the thing. There, there's certain services that, you know, that... The problem is the service, the, the service has to be deemed a priority. And a name change is not a priority. But what I'm saying is, uh, I get that it's not a priority. But there should be something to streamline it to where you can do it and you don't have to go, in, like you said, into the office. Right. I would think so, but apparently, you, know what I'm saying? apparently you can't. If you're going to shut everything down, because you know, you know when it comes to like the government and state and stuff, you know, they're trying to save money or whatever. Cool. So streamline it to where if Double A and Miss Double A want to, you know, the name change, they just do a form online. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it's not that simple. <laughs> I mean, because I'm, I'm bit. It's, it's nothing but a form. Well, but do you see? But my, my point at with all of this is, and it's not that it's, you know, we're not, we're not losing sleep over this. This is not like a, a real tragedy or anything. But it's like this little minor thing that we want to do, we can't do because people won't do their part. Right, right. That's that's, that's my point is what I'm getting at. Gotcha. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm totally with you, and I'm, I don't get it. It's one thing to shut down the office, cool, okay, but streamline it to where the you know the people can get the business handled that they need to get handled. Mm -hmm. I don't understand that aspect of it. It's it's just ridiculous. It really it saves them money not having the offices open. Yeah, you know, sure no does. doubt about it. And that goes, you know, the the DMV, you know, Social Security office, all that. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to pay to maintain maintain those spaces, you know. So, 
it's all good, but at least make it easier. Because stuff's supposed to be easier, especially online. In 2021, it shouldn't, going in 2022, you should be able to change, change, do a name change online. No problem like that. You get what I'm saying? Apparently not. Because like I said, small is something small. Yeah, apparently it's not that small. So, but whatever, you know, I'm not going to, it's not a, not a, not a horrible and thing. Don't crowd but, spill yeah, milk. Yeah, it's man. not. There's bigger fish to fry. So, but uh, but yeah. So my my point at the end of all this is, please, for God's sakes, do your part. Look now, poor surfer. You know, as if he didn't have right. enough issues to deal with, now has this, and um. You know, it sucks. It does suck. So let's, uh, let me see here. Um, so yeah, what, do you have any plans for Christmas? Because, you know, uh, yeah, the, the, we're going to visit some, the, going to visit some family, you know. Where, where's this family? Oh, not out of town, not uh, out of state local. or anything like oh. this here in town. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, because yeah, yeah. the WHO said cancel your plans. For big gatherings, or you mean like traveling? They like said, they, they, it just said cancel your holiday plans. They want us to postpone Christmas again. I mean, the gathering of many. That's what they want. Because the thing about it, you don't know what the people who are coming what they've been doing and who they've been now that's the issue yeah that's, uh, I mean that's the issue you run into yeah here's a here's a from CNN from earlier today if the video would play Mayor de Blasio says that the city has yet uh, not yet made a decision on uh, if it will cancel the Times Square event for uh, crowds to, to show up. Right now, you have to be vaccinated, show proof of vaccination if they hold it. But for people who are considering going there or to the, the Peach Drop in Atlanta or any of these similar events across the country, what would your advice to them be? Go, not go, or if you're vaccinated, you're fine? What do you think? Well, I do not think that Mayor de Blasio should be canceling the New York City event because it requires proof of vaccination and it's outdoors. We should be keeping the events that are that are safe and uh, and also the events that have fun for people, too. We can't be canceling everything, especially if we're going to be living with COVID for the foreseeable future. I would say that if you choose to go, make sure that you're vaccinated and boosted. Make sure that you're wearing a, um, a mask, even though it's outdoors. If there are lots of people packed around you wearing a three-ply surgical mask, don't wear a cloth Cloth masks are little more than facial decorations. There's no place for them in light of Omicron. And so wear a high-quality mask, at least a three-ply surgical mask. And if you're going to be visiting elderly relatives or immunocompromised people after, wait three days, get tested, and then see those vulnerable people. Yes, don't cancel everything fun. That's the headline I got there from you, Dr. Wen. Uh, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, well, Dr. Wen said don't cancel your plans, but... Um, let me, let me play here. Hold on. Let me see here. It says here, 
with uh, Christmas, New Year's, Kwanzaa, and other winter holidays just around the corner, many people are wondering what they should do. Is it time to cancel holiday gatherings? How safe is it to travel? What additional precautions should be taken if you decide to go? And um, and let's see here. The, don't start canceling your plans just yet. However, keep things in mind. Oh, here's the one from the WHO. Here we go. The World Health Organization has urged people to nix their holiday plans amid a surge of cases in Omicron. I can't even say that word. Omicron. Whatever. Arguing that an event canceled is better than a life canceled. The director, the general director, or director general, Tedros Aramahan, whatever this Indian guy, warned that the new COVID-19 variant presents an, an increased risk of breakthrough infections and cases of the reinfection. reinfection. Uh, there can be no doubt that increased social mixing over the holiday period in many countries will lead to an increased cases, overwhelmed health systems, and more deaths. So that was yesterday. In our Absolutely. Because so. people are going around other people. These numbers are going to go crazy coming into January, coming into the new year. Now, one of the one of the things that that was thought of was that when the Super Bowl was here in Miami in 2020, that, that was one of the early super spreader events. I believe it. It's possible. You know, but... Um, and you got all these bowl games that are coming up here in the next... Man. Next week. These numbers it. are going to... Y'all numbers probably going to go up down there because... I think they y'all are. Y'all got people from Georgia and uh, Michigan coming down y'all way. Uh, let's see. COVID numbers. Let's see here. And then I forgot the other games in Dallas. And then you got people coming from Ohio um, and Alabama. These red states, man, these numbers are going to get crazy. Um, these numbers are going to get crazy, <clears throat> in my opinion. Have you saw that show Abbott Elementary yet, Double A? No, I haven't. Hey, man, it's pretty good, man. I want to take a look at it. In the last seven days, as of last Friday, in Miami-Dade County, uh, we had... 11,500... And uh, 43 new cases. And that was an obscene increase because just the week before, I'll tell you, the week before, for the week ending December 10th, we had 2,657 new cases. Or in the week, with a seven day average of 
380. This past Friday, that, that average turned to 1649. Well, keep in mind, that game, those numbers are finna go up. Got them people coming to town. What, New Year's Eve? They'll be there. Ay, ay. It's just, it's ridiculous. They just had a football state championship down in Fort Lauderdale state championship. And from what I saw, it was people out, well, it was outside, but you know, people had probably been in town. So you gotta keep on. Yeah, let's see here. So yeah, they've uh, they're saying here the cases have more than doubled. Uh, this is just in. Uh, this was as of Friday. Cases have more than doubled. Um. You know, just a, and then of course we've got stuff like this. This is from uh, long lines, hours and hours of waits and getting, um, you know, to get tested. Um, Florida is reporting the highest number of COVID cases in three months as officials record a growing number of people testing and trying to get vaccinated against it. We've learned the state is running low on one method used to treat those already infected. And 7 News reporter Rafael Pires is at a Northwest Miami-Dade testing site. Tell us about that, Rafael. Yeah, so today the state reporting nearly 13,000 reported cases of COVID-19. Again, these are numbers we haven't seen in months. This all happening as some parts of South Florida see a shortage of the monoclonal antibody treatments. Which, by the way, I, I had. I took that treatment. But, um, yeah, we're screwed, folks. That's all I can say. Do your part. Do your damn part. That's all. All right, so let's talk about some other things, right? Why the hell is Mandy trending? Let me see. There's got to be a reason why Mandy's trending. Oh. Mandy Rose. Yeah, apparently Mandy was... No, but I want to know why she was trending. Apparently she was... uh... Oh, she did a spot in the pool. With uh, the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, that'll do it. Oh, man. That'll do it. Oh, so, (laughs) and somebody tweeted this. This is from 30 minutes ago. They said, everybody should thank The Miz for saving Mandy Rose's career when she was on Tough Enough. Here's the audio of when The Miz saved her. You know, I'm the new kid on the block. So I'm going to spice it up a little bit. I am going to make a save. Wow. Because I think... That a WWE diva has a look and they have a fiery side. They have a connection with the WWE audience. And I'm a saving Amanda. Are you kidding me? That's right. All right, Amanda, you'll say which means whoever has the lowest tally of votes between CZ and Mata. Yeah, the Miz is the one responsible for saving Mandy Rose. 
But yeah, I'm looking at the thing now, and she was in the pool with uh, the NXT Women's Championship. So that's why she's trending, Tony. See? All right. Sound about right. Um. So apparently, <laughs> if that happens, I swear to God, I'm gonna I'm gonna come come on the air, despite being you know saying my vacation and stuff, to talk about this. They're saying somebody's tweeted this. I don't know, it won't it won't uh, it won't happen. But somebody said, and now that uh, Omas and AJ split, that Omas needs to step up. At uh, at Madison Square Garden on Sunday, and uh, and beat Biggie with the <laughs> exactly like Diesel did exactly beat him in eight seconds. Mm-hmm. God dang man! Oh boy! Yeah, you would come on the line. You would interrupt uh, programming. That's too funny. Too funny. All right, so let's talk some wrestling. And, you know, there's really, this week in wrestling, not much has happened. But let's talk, uh, let's touch on some stuff that, uh, oh, wait a minute. We've got, uh, hold on here. Uh, let me see if this is true or not. This is a, uh, here we go. With the COVID-19 Omicron variant, variant, Omicron, can we just say, do we have to say it's a variant? COVID-19 variant becoming the dominant strain of the virus in the United States. There is new talk about how the WWE and AEW will handle any potential mandates and shutdowns in 2022. Steve Carrier of RingsideNews.com noted that the following regarding the possible uh, possibility of WWE returning to the Thunderdome. And... It is a possibility, but there are many options. At this point, there are a lot of contingency plans that are being discussed. The pandemic is not over, and WWE knows that canceling events is a real possibility, especially if things don't improve. At this point, the company is preparing for any scenario. Uh, Then Dave Meltzer weighed in on this. He says, I think they're both going to be pretty confident that Florida will not issue any mandates under any circumstances. Obviously, AEW can go back to Jacksonville and WWE can go back to someplace in Florida. You can always do the Performance Center. The problem is that you put Raw and SmackDown in front of 300 people again. Those numbers will crater. So it's a bad situation in AEW. AEW, AEW's numbers will hurt as well. I don't know if they will crater as well. They did okay in numbers in Jacksonville. Obviously, if there's no other choice, then yeah, we can go through that again. The Thunderdome thing, I mean, they did better in the Thunderdome than in the Performance Center. So I think in that sense, WWE 
could look at the Thunderdome again and try to take a residency in a building, but it's hard because I guess you could do a, do the baseball stadium because baseball season isn't starting for months. So I guess they'll go to to the Tampa baseball stadium and set up. So. So there we go. There's an update on that. Um, let's see. I want to talk about Jeff Hardy. And um, I am convinced that Jeff got himself released on purpose. So I believe it's um I believe it's a it's a work I'm going to tell you why cuz Jeff video surface of Jeff working those concerts that we talked about last week Mm. He actually sang his theme song. I'm not a fan of him singing his theme song, but he did sing his theme song. Let me see here. This is from, uh, let's see here. Where's the video? And of course, Matt Hardy still chiming in on all this bullshit that's going on. Uh, here we go. This is Jeff Hardy uh, singing in Milwaukee. By the way, WWE was in Milwaukee last night. Just saying. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, give it up. Give it up. Give it up, man. You can't. Re- First of all, I don't know if you should be singing that song because I believe that's a WWE-owned song. That's number one. Second, the band that does this—I forgot who who did this band, uh, who did this song. No more words. No more words. 
Bears band. Uh, I think it was uh, Downstate. Let me see. What's the name of the band? Let me see. Who sings it? Endeavor After. Now, Jeff may have been singing this song, but you're definitely not doing that in those live concerts. Time has come and gone for work. I don't know the lyrics to this song. talked about the cult of extra cheese right no oh you didn't hear jim cordette sing the cult of meat with extra cheese oh man oh my oh, god man. that's that that's the talk of the internet for like the last 20 days so it's a play on cm punk song oh listen to this do it with me nope I, I don't want you to do it actually look on my plate what do you see? The cult of meat with extra cheese. I want a burger, American cheese, pickles, onions, if you please, cause I'm the cult of meat with extra cheese. Like it good and greasy, fresh out the pan. I'm the cult of meat with extra cheese, the cult of meat with extra cheese, the cult of meat with extra cheese. Fried or broiled, the cow must die. <laughs> the meat is done, the toppings fly. You won't have to ask me if I want some extra cheese. Now with tomato and bacon too, not a drop of mustard there, you fool. Cause I'm the cult of meat with extra cheese. On the bun, the mayo there, I'll eat it in my underwear. Oh, come on. Add a fried egg, that'll make it fine. You can tell that burger's mine. I need that burger, hand it to me, because that's the one with meat and extra cheese. <laughs> it's the one with meat and extra cheese. It would be more fun if he did it 10 years ago when this song first came by. Uh, no clown. You can't clown that song, man. That's a cold hit. Cold classic out there. And there's already, a, years ago. there's already a whole bunch of memes uh, out there. Um, but disrespectful. Oh, my God. So me, disrespectful. Let me see here. Now, let's... 10 years ago, that would have been a... That would have been side-cracking funny. But the fact that you're doing it now, being a prick, Jim Cornette. Hold on. Here we go. Listen to this.
I think it's great. I really think it's great. Hold on, what is this one? had enough of that so now you know tony c that's the the cult of mm, meat and extra mm. cheese but i'm sure you're a part of that you are a part of the cult of meat and extra cheese absolutely okay then you ain't gotta pick on that that cult classic right there um i i just want to say i mean we talk you talk about everything but we need to talk about how 20 years ago, this month, I don't know the exact date, we probably didn't pass it, an undisputed champion was crowned. I believe it's already at a, passed. At a pay-per-view that no longer exists, didn't exist for that long. It was on December 9th. There we go. An undisputed champion was, was crowned. A pay-per-view called Vengeance. Uh-huh. In, in California. I believe it was San Jose to be exact. San, you not are mistaken. correct. You are correct. So, and, and here's the, here was the, uh, the, 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 the final moments finish. of that match. champion oh man that was one of those things that uh, it was a mouthful to say the undisputed world wrestling federation champion you know and not only that 22 years ago if I'm not mistaken Uh this month the big boss man got a world wrestling federation title shot yes he did at Armageddon yes he did (laughs) Get the big show. 
In that match, did not close the show. No, it did not. Double A. That First match, question, where did that pay-per-view take place? In my backyard, right here in Fort Lauderdale at the at what was then known as the National Car Rental Center. Absolutely right. And what match closed the show, Double A? Vince McMahon versus Triple H. In a street fight. In a street fight. And Stephanie turned on uh, Vince. Yeah, sure did. And thus the McMahon-Helmsley era was born. And uh, I believe it was three weeks later uh, at a Raw in Miami that I was in attendance for. Uh, Triple H beat the Big Show for the World Wrestling Federation title in the main event of the first hour. Yep. Uh, and Big Show never got a rematch until WrestleMania 2000. Mm-hmm. So he lost the title at Jayware, didn't get a title shot again until WrestleMania 2000. Now, Double A, I'm going to ask you a question. Because yes. you know I go back. I'm, I'm an archivist when it comes to that, uh, which is wrestling. Yes. And watching... The the whole twelve month calendar year of nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Do you know how many title shots, how many pay per view title shots, The Rock received in that calendar month? Okay. Well, in, in that calendar year in nineteen ninety nine. No, no, no. See, you doing it across. No, but because I, but well, that's that's how I, but that's how I know. He 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 wrestled. Just, just just give me a number. Okay, okay a, just number, give me a number. A number. Just give me a number. This is a random number. You think out of twelve pay per views, how many did he receive a title shot on? From the Royal Rumble to Arm again. Seven. Damn. You did it in chronological order. No, I, 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 I did. I know the. I know he was on the first four pay-per-views. In a championship that match. Is, that is true. He did Royal Rumble, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, WrestleMania, Backlash. Right. No, at over the edge. No. He did it fully loaded. I believe. That was King of the Ring. Or King of the Ring. Then full, fully loaded was a strap match with Triple H, so that was a no. Um, then he did. Then he got SummerSlam. Sum- SummerSlam. No. He was, was he wasn't in the SummerSlam. Uh, then Unforgiven. September was Unforgiven. October was Unforgiven. He was in that six-pack challenge. Then there was No Mercy. He fought the Bulldog at No Mercy, so he was out. He wasn't in. He was in no the match. At, he was in the match at the Survivor Series. Yep, and that was it. And that was it. I guess then in December was uh, Armageddon, and that was the big show. Now, if you possible. count Monday Night Raw, oh no, that's a whole different story. Because he had he, he had he had a championship match on the first episode of SmackDown. First episode of SmackDown, and he beat Mankind on Raw in the latter match. And he had a cha- 
and he had a championship match on Sunday Night Heat. He was defending the title. But he was the champ. He, he was, was defending the, the title. Still, he was, I'm just speaking of title shots. He shot. was in a, well, title shots? Okay. Yeah. But he, was, but he was in the main event, in a championship main event on Sunday Night Heat. Oh, man. 99 was the year of the rock in the modern but you know what? era. Uh, statistically, I don't think ever duplicated that. statistically, that Even might be Cena. right. Uh, no, Cena may have beaten The Rock. In title matches in a twelve-month year that he's received. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about in a calendar twelve-month year of pay-per-view. But but title shot but that he received the title shot. He was either in a title. He was either defending the title or receiving the title. I think shot. probably Cena probably has the Rock beat because I think the the Cena. What year? Two Because you got to remember, there's some years in there. There's one month there wasn't a pay per view for a certain brand. They, you know, what I'm saying. There was split. So one month would be a pay per view, one month would be a. I think it was 2007. Okay. I believe. I believe up until. I believe he had a main event championship match on every pay per view up until the injury that happened the week before. No mercy. So that was October. So we're talking nine, possibly ten championship title defenses because he was the champion the entire time. From January to no mercy? Yep. I'm trying to remember 07. Let me think. Okay, Royal Rumble. No, you already missed one. Oh, New Year's Revolution or whatever that yep. crap is called. Mm-hmm. Now, was that the year he won it? That was, uh, no, he was already, he went into the pay-per-view as champion. Is that when Edge cast in No, on? that was the year oh, before. That was the year before. Year before, okay. So he, he retained that New Year's Resolution. Revolution. He retained that Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. He retained that would be no way out. I believe it may have no, been. No, they did attack. No, he they didn't have a. Was that the that's the year that him and Michaels were in tag team and no way out. Still so a, he didn't actually defend the title and no way out. So that's one off the list. Mm, he didn't defend okay. the title at no way out. Right. They, it was a tag match. Remember, it was okay. Taker and Batista. Then you've got versus him and Shawn Michaels. Okay, then you've got he got uh, Mania. You got Mania. Um, now who did he face at Backlash? You that um, you that pulled. Let me I'm see. I'm looking at it right now. One, two, three, four. Fatal four way match against Edge, Randy Orton, Shawn Michaels. At Backlash. At Backlash. 2007. Yep. Then at Judgment Day, uh, it was John Cena versus the Great Khali. 
Okay. One Night Stand was... One Night Stand was him and Carly again, right? Uh, That was in Jacksonville? Was that the one that happened in Jacksonville? Yes. And there was Vengeance. Did he defend the title there? Yes, he did, because that that was Vengeance Night of Champions. So that was the championship challenge where John Cena defended against King Booker, Bobby Lashley, Mick Foley, and Randy Orton. Okay. So uh, uh, that's what month is that? That we was we're, we're still in June, so we've already. Oh, yeah, we've got five a lot. Of, no, that's four. No, New Year's Rev. No, New Year's Revolution, the Royal Rumble, February. No, that was no way out. WrestleMania three backlash. Um, after backlash, you got to get the you got to get the seven backlash. Hold on, hold on. I gotta backtrack. I gotta backtrack on the pay per views here. Hold on. New Year's is one. Back, Rumble two. WrestleMania three. Backlash three, four. Right. Judgment Day four, five, five. One Night Stand six. Um, Vengeance seven. Five, okay. Um, SummerSlam will be eight. Nope. Right. Nope. Nope. What's before SummerSlam? Uh, John Cena and Bobby Lashley at the Great American Bash. Great American Bash 8. John Cena against Randy Orton at SummerSlam 9. Okay, that's 9. Unforgiven. Randy Orton and John Cena again. That's 10. And then No Mercy was Randy Orton and Triple H. So he's at 10. So he's got the... Okay, so he's got the modern day 10. 10 title matches on pay-per-view. Within the calendar year. Within the calendar, within the calendar year. That's the modern... That, that would be the modern... We, we call it a modern record because it's a but that's, pay-per-view every month. Well, there were some pay-per-views that were two pay-per-views a month. That was during right. those. That was during those times that WWE had like sixteen pay-per-views a year. Right, right. So, John and I don't think nobody's going to be able to beat that. Ten pay-per-views in a calendar year. So Roman Roman is okay. This last year, Roman has done all. He defended the title. He well, hasn't done all of them. Series is not con- considered now a title defense. Right, but he has not wrestled on every pay per view this year. He hasn't defended the title on all at least ten. Last nope. year, Royal Rumble. He did. I'll tell you right now. Roman I can't did. Even think of Roman defended the title. I'm thinking at least he got at least ten titles. Not title no, I don't believe so. I don't believe he's had ten title defenses on pay per view this year. I don't think so. Um, all right. Let's see the Royal Rumble. We'll start with there. The main okay. event was. Well, it's not the main event, but 
The defendant, yeah. Come on, give me the match listing. I don't care about the... Uh... Okay, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. That's that was one. at the Rumble, that right? Was at the Rumble. That's one. Okay. Uh, elimination Chamber. Uh, he defended the belt in the chamber. No, Dan, that's Daniel Bryan, right? Because Daniel Bryan won the chamber. Right, and then he got a championship match that lasted a minute 36. Right. Okay, so that's two. So that's two. WrestleMania, WrestleMania three. Three. Um, well, wait a minute. We skipped Fastlane. Hold on. You defended the title at Fastlane? Against Daniel Bryan. So, oh. So Fastlane so four. three, four with WrestleMania. Uh, let's see. So WrestleMania. The most you can do is eleven, because Survivor Series uh, let's ain't, see. you know, not a title defense situation. And he did Backlash five. Five. Uh, he did not have a match at a Hell in a Cell. Okay, then he, the most he can do is nine. Because you, you got to take Survivor Series and Hell in the Cell. Well, the so, most he can do is ten. He well, can tie. Well, so far we're there. at seven. We're at, we're, no, we're at five right now. Yeah, um, we're at five right now. Okay. He had Hell a in the Cell and Survivor Series are off the table. He had, he right. had a match at Money in the Bank. So that's six. Okay. That's six. SummerSlam, seven. Right. Do you count Crown Jewel? Um, Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules makes it eight, right? Eight. Crown Jewel would be nine. I guess nine. Survivor Series and then uh, nine. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> He's missed it by one. He won behind. So there you go. But he can do it if he holds it throughout 22. He would actually beat Cena because he got that one extra pay per view. He would be 11 with day one. If plus he does with day all one. the pay per view, if he does all the pay per views, okay, outside of Survivor Series, outside of the Survivor yeah. Series, he will do. He'll 11. do no. He'll do more than that. Well, January's got two, right? And I don't. And right and now, I don't believe there's. I don't believe there's a pay per view on the books for February. Let me see here. Uh, let me look at the pay per view. Oh, then that'll take him back back down to what ten. There is probably going to be. Uh, Upcoming schedule. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are nine pay per views on the books right now. If WWE without a Saudi show, without a Saudi show. So if he does nine straight pay per views plus two two Saudi shows, could take him to eleven. 
But I don't think that's going to happen because that includes the Survivor Series. Yeah, and the Survivor Series ain't no title match. And if WWE and if WWE does what they do this year and end the end the pay per view calendar year at with Survivor Series, there's going to be no December pay per view. So the most he could do is ten. As of as of right now, ten. Yes. And they don't and that's have without Saudi shows. That's without a Saudi show. Okay, but if they do a Saudi no, 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 show, I, that that is with the Saudi show. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and two Saudi shows. Ten. He can't. He's he's not going to do more than ten. Okay. On and a pay per view. On a pay per view. Not counting. Uh, you know, you know, a tie defense. We have Smackdown there is there is okay. now, dub now the pay per view schedule can change because the Royal Rumble is on January 29th and then WrestleMania is on April 2nd. There is no pay per view on the books between January 29th and April 2nd. Yeah, they probably gonna throw one in there. So um, a fast lane or a elimination okay. chamber or something's gonna be thrown in, either at the end of February or the beginning of March. Um, right. There's no pay-per-views between July 30th and September 3rd. What about SummerSlam? SummerSlam is on July 30th. Oh, they're doing SummerSlam in July next year. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, um, so, so there's yeah. nothing in August. There's nothing in August right now. Gotcha. So, so there's, there's, there's a possibility there's of it. There's room for probably at least one more. So the chance of 11 is there, but it's un- but it's unlikely he's going to do 11. Cuz he will not it's I I doubt he will wrestle on every pay-per-view. Cuz he skipped one pay-per-view this year. Right. So it's probably gonna be later on after Mania. Probably one of the ones like he skipped Mania. like the one he didn't wrestle in this year was Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, right. So I gotcha. Um the most pay per view events WWE had in a calendar year was two thousand twenty was two thousand twenty seven. Two thousand nineteen <laughs> Between pay-per-views and network specials, WWE produced 27 pay-per-view or special events in 2019, yeah, and that and that was that was during the beginning times of the uh, Saudi Arabia yeah. stuff. Okay. So that includes all the regular pay-per-views, the Saudi shows, which I believe there were three, plus they they're throwing in with this number all the takeover events. Uh, I believe there was a Starcade that that was that's thrown in there. So WWE has has done four four hundred and fifty seven events, pay per view events. So, so let me ask you this question, all right? Yes. Stone Cold was a was you know very over very, but. He was only in the title picture from when he was like took off in '97. Would you say mostly what 
He won it in 98 in March. Didn't have it for that long. Like, I think 2001 was his longest reign. If I'm mistaken, Stone Cold? Right? He held it from what? April to... To s- August? September, September, right? September, and lost it for only a week. And then held it for the remainder of the year. Until he lost it at Vengeance. Right. So, he so was April, so, what, six months? No, more than that. Six, seven, eight, eight, eight months. A little less than eight months. Because he won at Mania and he lost it at... On not, Raw. What? Was it Unforgiven he lost no, it, right? he lost it on Raw, I believe. No, he lost that Unforgiven 2001. I ain't gonna beat him. Or he maybe, won it back on Raw. Okay. I, he, the That's next night, though, or the next week, you know? Yeah, he wanted back on Raw, two, like two weeks later, because he had to do it. Got that uh, fax or whatever. Yeah. Once Kurt Angle won it. But he wouldn't really... I guess he... I think he was in most of the title picture in 98. 99, I think he only got, like, one... He won it. At Mania, lost it to Taker, got it back, then lost it to Foley, and that was it, because he got hurt. He was supposed to be in that Survivor Series, man. Hmm. The ones that dominated the title picture to me during the Attitude Era were Rock, and I'll say Triple H. I agree with that. More so Triple than H, and Triple H so dominated the majority of 2000. And um, the majority of 2000. He was the champion. And um, I believe he... First five months. He main evented, I believe, the majority also of the pay-per-views, even when he wasn't champion. In the uh, year 2000? Yeah. I mean, from Rumble to No Way Out to the Mania, Backlash to Judgment Day to King of the Ring. There was the Triple Threat at SummerSlam. SummerSlam, fully loaded. Well, the only one he didn't was fully loaded. That was the the four-way with Kane, Taker, and Benoit, and Rock. And then after fully loaded... Unforgiven was Austin was rocking. Um, no, Unforgiven was the four way. My bad. Fully loaded was Benoit and Rock. They, I think they may have been at that one. Benoit and Rock. Um, and then Unforgiven was the four way. And then No Mercy. That's when Kurt Angle won it. Brian, and then he was at, and then Triple H wrestled in the main event at Survivor Series. Yep, and then Armageddon two thousand. Yeah, you're right. So probably out of twelve, seven did ten. Seven, no. Seven, no eight. He did the first five. First six. Okay, maybe maybe ten. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe nine or ten. He did. Yeah, his 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 number was high. So, 
You know, and uh, unfortunately, there's not so many people in WCW who could say that, even when the pay-per-views were month to month. You right about that. I believe Hogan's biggest year... Was 94, one no, day in the 94. 95. I ain't mistaken. He main evented, I mean, okay. even though there was not 12 pay-per-views, but he main evented Super Brawl, Uncensored. Uncensored 95? Yeah. Yeah, that was the match with Vader. Then there was no pay-per-view until he was in the main he, event at Slamboree. He didn't that was the tag match. That was the tag oh, match. Then he main evented Beach uh, Bash at the Beach because he didn't wrestle Bash at the Great the American beach. Bash. Uh, he main evented. He was in the main event at Fall Brawl. That was his first War Games. Then yeah, Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc. He was in the main event at World War Three, and I don't. He wrestled at Starcade, but he wasn't in the main event. Who he wrestled at Starcade 95? I don't know if he was on that show, Double He didn't wrestle the Giant at Starcade? I don't believe so. Hogan didn't, Hogan wasn't even on. Macho Man defended the title against, you know, the winner of the Flair, Sting, and um, Luger, man, you know. You're right, he wasn't, on, he wasn't at Starcade. Yeah, he ain't come back until what? Fall Brawl. Was he in Fall Brawl? He did. He I mean, wrestled. not Fall Brawl. Super Brawl 96. He re- was Yeah, he that was the match he had where the giant twisted his neck in the cage. Okay. I believe so, that was that match. But I know he wrestled the giant inside of a cage. He wrestled. Yeah. He, he didn't. There was no pay-per-view in January, but he was at the Clash because that was the night. Macho Man beat Ric Flair for the world title. And Flair got it back at, at, uh, Super, at, Brawl. at Super Brawl. Uh, they wrestled at Uncensored. Right. And then Hogan didn't show up again on pay-per-view until Bash at the Beach. No, Uncensored 96. That's what I said. He wrestled at Uncensored. And then he didn't okay. show up on pay-per-view again until Bash at the Beach. The, right. He wasn't at, uh, there was no pay-per-view in April. He didn't wrestle at Slamboree, though he wrestled on television in May of 96. Those were those odd wrestling matches he had on on WCW Pro with like Ming and things like that. And he and um, he didn't he was nowhere to be seen at the Great American Bash. And that's it. And then he showed up at Bash at the Beach. Yep. And he wrestled on every, and he was, a, he didn't wrestle, but he was a part of every pay-per-view then after that up until he did not, his first, between Bash at the Beach 96 and Uncensored 97, he did not miss a pay-per-view. Mm, he missed sure. Spring Stampede, Slamboree, and the Great American Bash in 97. He missed three straight pay-per-views. In 97, right? In 97. Yeah. And then after that, let's see, Bash. He did the Bash, Hogwild. He missed the War Games. He wrestled at... 
He wrestled at Halloween uh, Havoc. In World War Three. You remember he was in and World War Three in '97. He he was. He, sh- he showed yeah. up or he wrestled. He wrestled in the match. He re- he he helped Scott Hall win when Kevin Nash. Remember Kevin Nash came down dressed as Sting. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. And when Scott Hall was the last one, he just ran out of room. And the Scott Hall was the last two. And he just ran out of the ring. And that's how Scott Hall won. Cause, Cause Nash was um dressed as Sting, remember? Yeah. I'm looking here. Hogan wrestled on this is this is when Hogan was killing time. He wrestled on WCW Worldwide in '96, and and WCW Pro Wrestling. And of course, when Mean Gene wasn't around, and it was Tony Schiavone that had to cut the interview with Hogan. Hogan never could pronounce Schiavone's name correct. And he will be at ringside. Well, you know something, Tony Schiavone. First, okay. <sighs> Tony Shavante. <laughs> Unbelievable. God damn, Tony Shavante. And I think he said it twice in the same promo. <coughs> Let me see here. Let me see here. But for Hulk, if you listen to all those the few man that walks for Hulk Hogan to rule the WCW, the man that walks out of that ring, brother, is going to shape the future for the WCW. Stand by your side. Yes, Come on down, baby. Tony Schiavone. You know something, Tony Schiavone. Oh, he said it correct there. When I get Vader, right where Tony Schiavone, he said it correct there. Yeah. Hey, man, Jericho said his name the best, man. Ah, but, but, he, he, but he said it on purpose. I know. Tony Schiavone. Skivon is the best one. Skivon. Skivon, man. All about Skivon, man. Before uh, I go to bed tonight, I'm going to watch me some uh, um, WWF, you know, Circa. I'm stuck in 1999, 2000. And looking, you know, Double A, looking back at that whole greater power angle, the night it was revealed, we should have, you know, you know, we were young. But the fact that this man bring his ass down to that ring uh, <laughs> made it plain as day, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then he got on the thing, it was like, uh, I'm. I'm close as I need to be. I know. I think the SOB needs to reveal himself right now. <laughs> that angle was so... If they try that in 2022 or 2021, that'd be so cheesy. It was cheesy then, but... It was cheesy then. <laughs> You're going to reveal your people get sacrificed and hung on symbols, man. This stuff was crazy back then, man. Yeah, let's play a little bit of that. Hold on. 
Who could it be? It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a bitch! What? It's me, Austin! It was me all along, Austin! Damn, I cannot believe he's... Damn, I cannot believe <laughs> You all bought it! You all bought it! Hook, line, and sinker! You all bought it! They did! Even my family! Even my immediate family bought it! Every damn one of you were made fools of. You're a fool, JR. But you know, I really didn't want to have to do it. But you know what? That happened on a, uh, I believe on a taped Raw, because then Bischoff revealed this on commentary over on Nitro. week. I mean, Nash came out in a sewage truck, filled that limo up with raw sewage. What do you think the Macho Man has in the bucket? I mean, you'd have to be able to fly the space shuttle to figure that one out. Well, it's not a bottle of evening in Paris, I'll guarantee you. The smell is bad, and the Macho Man is bad, and he's got his mind set on one thing, and that's the world champion, Kevin Nash. He's got his mind set more on the man than he does the heavyweight champions of the world, but that match is set for the Great American Bash. It's set for this coming Sunday, live on pay-per-view. We know how dangerous the Macho Man is, but now we know how angry the man is as well. Well, it's going to be exciting, no no doubt about it, but, you know, I do know for a fact we are going to have one heck of a Nitro here tonight. By the way, on a competition, the guy under the hood, I can't mention his name, but the initials are VM. Mix, mix something that's or other. It. Hey, I hate to blow that's it for that's anybody, it. but it's, that's that, it. That's all it is? I just keep rehashing that same old crap over and over again. But anyway, let's get down here. By the way, DJ Ray... <laughs> the guy, under, God, the guy under the hood. <laughs> the guy under the hood. Come on, man. Oh, man. The guy under Ski the hood. Right that. There you go, Skiavone. Oh, man. I'm trying it's to remember. I'm trying to remember what did uh, Jericho call Mike Tanay? Mike something. I don't remember. I mean, I know he called like uh, JoJo Dillon, Mitchell Cole. Um, I forgot what he called Kevin Kelly. I think he called him Ron Kelly or some shit like that. <laughs> Oh man, Gene Mean. But the but the Gene Mean was a tribute to the Iron Sheik because he's the one that called him uh, Gene Mean first. Mm. Book that you found the Library of Congress once again, is it? Skiavon, what I have right here in my hands. <laughs> it is Skiavon. Oh my lover, oh my lover boy, take back little lady. <laughs> That's one of the greatest introductions of all time. I think we haven't we haven't played that in a long time. There there is thing you can say what you will about Chris Jericho and maybe what he's done in the industry and and you know his decisions and, and whatever, but he is he is one of the most creative minds without being a creative person. 
without being somebody in charge of the pencil, so to speak, that there is in the industry. Ever. I don't think there's been anybody that has ever come close in terms of just that quick, like, sharp... I mean, there's been people, but, like, in terms of hilarity, he's probably the best. Because I think The Rock, while The Rock has good promos, and this, Rock's promos are planned out. Right. He's Jericho kind of seemed like he's off the cuff. Off the cuff. And, um, I mean, hold on. We're going to, we're going to play some of that because it's just, that's too good not to, not to play it. Hold on. On Carter Mitchell, Mexico. From Sochi Bocho Bex or some shit like that, exactly. How about that? We need, we need to talk about that. The man who's had but never right fell, falls off. The ring David, Pitcher, David, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, slavery continues with a cruiserweight battle royal. The winner to face Chris Jericho for the championship here tonight. In this contest, a wrestler is eliminated either by pinfall or when both feet touch the ringside floor. And ladies and gentlemen, here are the participants. Hold on, hold on. This is not a participant. Hold on just one second here. David Penzer, you inintelligible, moronic, high-voiced dweeb. You know nothing about the sport of pro wrestling. And you know nothing about these fine competitors coming out today. So I'm going to do all the Jericho-holics a great favor. I'm going to introduce all of the contestants in the Cruiserweight Battle Royale. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, one of these fine contestants will get a chance at the Cruiserweight belt. They'll never win it. But tonight, you're going to see <laughs> a great match from a great competitor. Let's down, get down to the list here. Coming out first from Xochimilco, Mexico, you notice this guy's hat never comes off. He's the master of trick track, the master of defunct. He is Super Calo. Look at those moves, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's got about a one in ten chance of winning, maybe. Coming up next from El Paso, Mexico. Oh. This guy used to be a great bartender, but has to translate into his wrestling skills. He's the scourge of the illustrious Guerrero family. He is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Maybe a 2 out of 10 chance of winning. Coming out next from Mexico, this is the rags the richest story from selling chimichangas on the streets to WCW, Ciclope. Now we got Damien. He can't afford a mask. He's using paint. But sooner or later, he's going to buy a mask. I'm guaranteeing you that. Here we go. The winner of the Lou Ferrigno Lookalike Contest this guy's also from Mexico, and Andy! Coming up next, he's the world welter light featherweight pacer champion. He is El Grillo! Now this guy pulled up with a nice rusted out 68 El Camino Chevy. He's the ugliest man in our sport today. He's the illustrious Quasi Juice Guerrera. A former champion in many countries. He's going to rock, rock till he drops. Rock, rock, never stop. Marty Giannotti, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Coming up next from Allentown, PA. 
He is a lost and lonely soul. His name is Kidman. And Kidman, I got some calamine lotion for you after the show. <laughs> this guy's the true shooter of WCW. Does he have a chance? Zero out of ten. No way. He's having courageous, ladies and gents. Oh, yeah. Straight from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. I want my lover tent, lover boy tent back, Lenny Lane. Of course, we got psychosis. He's got a lot of hubcaps in his collection. If you need one, we'll procure you one for you after the show. This guy is Silver King. If he wins 12 more matches, he'll be upgraded to Golden King. This guy is Johnny Singer. Johnny, Johnny Swinger. You ever heard of this guy? I haven't. Zero out of ten chance of winning. No chance. And last but last least, representing the Yano's 1 through 62 from the illustrious Yano family, he is Yano. Four! Ladies and gentlemen, those are your contestants in tonight's Battle Royal. I'm going to the back for a coffee because none of these guys will ever, ever beat me for my belt. Oh, God. I think the greatest one is, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. With, with the Minnesota <laughs> accent. Oh, yeah, straight from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can hear the Canadian in his voice when he said that. You know, that yeah sound just like Canadian. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lady Lane, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hold on. No way. He's having courageous, ladies and gents. From Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh yeah, I want my lover tent, lover boy tent back, Lenny Lane. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love the little one, like the small ones too. I like this one. Coaches, he's got a lot of hubcaps in his collection. If you need one, we'll procure you one for you after the show. <laughs> this guy is Silver King. If he wins twelve more matches, he'll be upgraded to Golden King. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's I honestly because I was looking at to see if he because he had a he had a paper and I was trying to see what was on that paper but really if you take a look the only thing that's on the paper is the order of the people coming out it's just the names so he Everybody did all that on the, fly. on the fly which is beautiful oh man Nin- 1998 man. was the year of Chris Jericho Lamborghini, man. 98. Gonna live in infamy. Care what nobody say, man. Oh, man. Hey, man. Shout out to Paul Haven for taking the Superman punch, too, man. This this swerve is gonna be crazy. Just wanna say that before we get out of here. I don't know what the hell they doing with this whole situation. If he taking the Superman punch just to stay with Roman, that don't make no sense. Yeah. But okay. But knowing WWE, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. We'll have to see what happens. Now, I've forgotten. the. We all know the infamous armbar promo, but I had forgotten Chris Jericho did a promo, the man who has beaten a thousand four wrestlers. So hold on. Yep. When, and I say, when I win this match tonight, I will be the number one contender and go on to win the WWE Championship. Do you understand what I'm saying to you right now? And I'll be the first to admit that Randy Orton is a tremendous competitor and a dangerous man. But I'm not scared 
of Randy Orton. Even though he's changed from the fresh-faced, hot, young upstart that he was when he first came here to a deranged, demented lunatic who has done everything that he had to do to become a champion, he is a viper. You can see it in his eyes. He moves like a snake. He thinks like a snake. And he strikes like a snake whenever he wants when he hits the R-K-O. But much like Randy used to call himself the legend killer, I'm gonna call myself the Viper Killer. And tonight, I am going to cut the head off the serpent right here. And Randy Orton will join the list of great champions and Hall of Famers who have been defeated by Chris Jericho, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Triple H, Kane, Shawn Michaels, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, JBL, The Big Show, Edge, The Undertaker, who I beat twice, might I add. The list goes on and on and on. MVP, Invader 1, Invader 2, Villano 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Juventud Guerrera, Apollo Dantes, Ringo Mendoza Jr., The Great Muda, Masahiro Chono, Funaki, Fuyuki, Jado, Gato, Yoshitatsu, Perry Saturn, Dimalenko, Lex Luger, Sting, Ric Flair, Bill Goldberg, Booker T, Stevie Ray, Scott Norton, Buff Bagwell, Flash Flanagan, Flash Funk, Kevin Nash, Diesel, Oz, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, American Starship Eagle, Mr. <laughs> that would have continued on and on. Man, he know damn well he beat all them people. <laughs> That's what's beautiful about it. And he's listing all everybody at their gimmicks because he beat, he says he beat Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, and American Starship Eagle. All three are Scott Hall right. gimmicks. Right. Oh, man. Kevin Nash, Diesel, and Oz. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't say Vinny Vegas. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. But yeah, I, Diamond Dallas Page, those five these things, Diamond Dallas I mean, I, I never saw him beat Lex Luger, Sting, or Ric Flair. Uh, neither. Well, no, Ric Flair, yes. But, uh, uh. I never saw. I never seen him beat Sting. I don't even know if I've even seen him wrestle Sting, <laughs> to be honest with you. Right. Lex Luger, I think I've seen him wrestle. Um. But I love when he starts going into the red, to the obscure names, Ringo Mendoza Jr. Apollo Dante's Fuyuki, <laughs> you know, it's Funaki. just Fudaki. Yeah, they did this video listed all the names that he listed. He said, "I want to read them all." Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Triple H, Kane, Shawn Michaels, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, JBL, Big Show, Edge, The Undertaker twice, MVP, CM Punk, Invader One, Invader Two, Vianos One, Two, Three, Four, and Five. 
Juventud Guerrero, Apollo Dantes, Ringo Mendoza Jr., The Great Buddha, Masahiro Chono, Funaki, Fuyuki, Jado, Gato, Yoshitatsu, Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, Lex Luger, Sting, Ric Flair, Bill Goldberg, Booker T, Stevie Ray, Scott Norton, Buff Bagwell, Flash Flanagan, Flash Funk, Kevin Nash, Diesel, Oz, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, American Starship Eagle, and Mr. X. The only name he didn't... He didn't 50 say names. Only. He said 50 out of out of 1,004 names. And he didn't say Hogan, but yeah. Macho Man, I'm surprised. Oh, man. I want to dedicate this match! I'm being bad. But yeah, he's... Let me see here. Uh, yeah. It's just... Uh, unbelievable. Let me see here. Hold on. Unbelievable. As you say. Two. Arm bar. Hold three. The moss covered. Three handle family credential. Why does he just Number mail four. us this list and we'll announce Arm it? Arm bar. He's just ranting. Number five. The Saskatchewan. Spinning nerve hole. This must be meathead right. microphone night. You He's think so? He's got 998 to Number go. Nine. Get the hook. We're out of here. And then, and then they came back from commercials. And, he, and during the fireworks, he's still going. You can hear him in the background. Man, Jericho's going off. And that match will as well. Plus, Kevin Edge says he'll have a partner. Who will it be against the Kingdom of Sting World Champ and the Total Package Lex Luger? Can we get a kid to tell us when the bombs are going and take off these stupid headsets? At 23, what? I'm starting to get blown up here. Yeah, boy, you're not getting along. number 723. He blew up a long Jericho time ago. Screwdriver. T- and here comes Prince oh, Ikea. Is he just going to stay in the ring? I mean, it, it, are we going to get some officials out to move him along? Still has several hundred more to go. Are you taking up for him? Is that I'm not taking up for him. I'm just trying to explain the no. situation. He wants to hear everything. Yeah, he wants to write him down so he can use him next match. 700. Stop it, Mike. All right, Prince Iakea to come out. Now, do you know the story behind what happened during the commercial break? No, I don't know what happened. He, he explained it one time. He goes, he says, when we went to commercial, they kind of like, they flagged me down that we had that we were at break. And he says he spent the entire commercial break insulting the fans in the arena so that when they came back from commercial... All you heard was them booing. Oh, man. It's funny. He's a funny guy. He is a funny guy. And, and oh, my God. I when, when In his second promo, when he interrupted the, uh, the Undertaker and the Big Show... 
He talked about the uh, the the ratings tanking. It being Raw's snore or Raw's bore or some shit like that. Who's entertaining enough and exciting enough to bring this company back to prominence and make some money for this beleaguered promotion? He wants to make some money for this beleaguered promotion. So, all right. Well, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, first of all, uh, before I say anything, I'm not sure uh, if Turnbuckle Throwbacks will be on the air this week. Uh, just stay tuned to social media for that. Tomorrow night, uh, the Mark Order podcast at 10.15 following AEW Dynamite. Then, Monday, the Shining Wizards will be live. The next time this program will be live on the air will be Tuesday night, January 11th at 9 p.m. We'll be off the air for the next two weeks. We may do some best ofs, uh, air some shows from uh, earlier in the year and things like that. Uh, Who knows, maybe we'll throw up a marathon or something. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to us during the year of 2021. It has been an interesting year. We spend most of the year without Surfer. Um, A lot of that was, you know, unplanned, you know, but, uh, you know, he did the best he could, I guess, you know, and he finally did come back. And, oh, by the way, by the way, we learned yesterday on social media that Phil didn't have any mayonnaise in the house. The reason why I bring this up is because we know Surfer, who doesn't use mayonnaise, has mayonnaise in his possession. However, after learning that Surfer doesn't store his ketchup in the refrigerator after opening, you probably don't want to use his mayonnaise either. Just want to say that. Uh, I want to thank everybody. <laughs> I want to thank... I want everybody to thank, have a great holiday yeah, and a happy new year. Yes, everybody have, have a Appreciate great... Y'all. Yeah, have a, have a great holiday regardless of what you celebrate. I mean, if you're Jewish, Hanukkah passed already like three weeks ago. But, uh, but yeah, if you celebrate anything, just enjoy your holidays, spend it with your family, stay safe, most importantly. And, uh, and we will talk to you on Tuesday night, January 11th, 2022, for uh, the start, believe it or not, of our 15th year on the air, we will be uh, we will be heading into um, our fifteenth anniversary, we'll take, which will take place in July. Um, and yeah, and hopefully twenty twenty two will bring a lot of things. We are currently in the process of putting together a kind of a minor schedule of, of some of the things that we're going to do outside of the normal shows. Uh, I, this year, we are going to have a Royal Rumble post show and pre show. Um, we haven't had one probably for the last couple of years. Last year, we had one scheduled, but it got canceled at the last minute. Um, we are going to do WrestleMania coverage this year, both nights, probably. Uh, we're going to do uh, some other things here and there. <laughs> some of the pay-per-views that are going to air on Saturday this year, probably we will uh, probably do some post-shows, maybe not pre-shows, but we'll do some post-shows. Uh, because this year, WWE, I believe, has five pay-per-views that are airing on Saturday. So, um, so yeah, we'll definitely uh, change things up. We'll do a little bit more programming, have a little bit more fun this year. Try to get Lee on here. 
uh, in January to try to get his uh, take on the state of wrestling because he's been a little vocal recently, but he hasn't called into the show. Um, and that's that. Like Tony C. said, enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your new year. We will see you three weeks from tonight on the 11th of January. For Tony C., for everybody here at Rant EM Radio, I am Double A. We will see you in three weeks. And I need some closing music. But you know what? Let's close it how we like it. Let's close it with a little nitro music. All right? So have a good night, everybody. If the music will play. Thank you.